know. But Alejandra was rushed to the emergency room immediately after the fight and was put into an induced coma. And um, there, I mean, you know, they did great things leading up to this fight, right? Alejandra said it herself that she had time to prepare for the fight and um, she felt good going in, uh, which, which is, speaks a lot about the intention of the, the, the whole thing and everything being put together. So I'm not throwing darts. I'm not throwing daggers at anybody, but I am talking about now how this situation is being handled moving forward um, with regards to the fallen or, or the, the, um, the, the gladiator now or the gladiatoress now whose life is in uh, suspension. We don't know what's happening with her now. Uh, last word was she had two surgeries. She had, I guess, some uh, bleeding on her brain and there, there were some surgeries and now she's still in the coma, but her condition is now not as dire as it was initially when she was, uh, she had that pressure in her, in her head on her brain from the brain bleeding, which is what happens. That's, that's what happens. That's what you ultimately thinking, you ultimately think about or know that you sign up for when you get that contract and you sign on the dotted line or you sign on that contract to say, I'll be there. I'm good for this weight, right? Those are the risks that a fighter takes. That's the risk that women's boxers or female fighters take. The only thing about this now is if this was a, um, if this was a card, a, a big card in men's boxing, Ayala would have more, um, would have more in, interest in how, there would be more interest in how she's pulling through from her condition right now. Um, I have been looking for updates of what Alejandra Ayala's condition is right now. And um, on a very well-known women's boxing site, there was a um, post shared that Ayala's doing well now and she's doing great and uh, the Hannah Rankings promoter, it, this source was cited from Hannah Rankings promoter and Hannah Ranking herself, which is a big red flag for me because how is it that Hannah's promoter, Hannah Rankin's promoter and Hannah Rankin, how is it that they are the ones giving updates about 
Alejandra Ayala's condition, when Alejandra has her own management, her own representation that speaks on her behalf. That's a huge red flag. That gives, tells me in, in, in my mind of discernment that, um, you know, all, all is not what it seems in that situation. And the thing about it is, the black eye about that is if Alejandra should um, have a tragic end to her story, okay, um, it'll be really bad, really, really bad on the efforts of uh, Hannah Rankin's promoter and on that historical um, event because it was just like the Madison Square Garden event that was in the USA uh, with Katie Taylor and Amanda Serrano. This event was something of that same caliber over there in Scotland. Um, the event happened in Glasgow, Scotland. So it was the first uh, female, uh, first female uh, main event in such a huge arena. And I'm, I, I don't have the information on what the exact arena was. I could probably Google it right now, but that's kind of not important to me. Um, that's not the topic that I'm talking about, but it, it, it is huge. You guys can look it up. So this is a historical thing. This will be in the books. So if Hannah Rankin killed her opponent in this match, that's what's going to be what's going to be put down in history regarding what you know su such a great intent such a great event a gr you know it I, I they had the best intentions behind this event because but you never win you never win when you don't play fair and i don't think there i don't think there was fair play um with all of this that's going on because Ayala was not a contender that should have been called for such a uh, magnificent event. She's a great contender. She has fought some some good. Um, Ayala has fought some great opposition. Um, goodness, I think she fought Savannah Marshall. So she's fought these name girls and uh, looking at her interviews online, she's she's a very well-spoken fighter. She knows what she's talking about. She knows the game, but her performance has not been at the caliber that puts her in strong contention, right? So, um, I don't think, I don't think it was fair for her to have gotten this chance. Um, 
And she took it because she's a fighter. And her management, of course, took, took it because it's business, right? And anything, I guess, to get your fighter higher or further in the rankings, that's what the management will set you up to do. But somebody has to care. Somebody has to care. Otherwise, it gets really scary. You have to care as a fighter. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it, right? I'm going to say it and I'm going to probably get bleeped or use the bleep button. But fuck it all. If I can't or if I'm not going to leave that ring with my life, it's not worth it. Fuck it. Ain't no belt, ain't no championship, ain't no glory that's worth my life. And you have to come to terms with some of those things as a fighter. A lot of the time we are the orchestrator of our own demise. So somebody has to care. When I went down, and fought McCaskill, which seems to be a grand theme, but McCaskill is the champ right now, right? I went down and sacrificed a part of myself. I was going through a lot in my life at the time too, a lot. But y'all will get that in, in the book, in the Sugar's Memoirs book, which will be, you know, have some really juicy stuff, right? Um, there's been some exciting, great times and some horrible lows, right? So, um, I will share that, but you know, all in all, all through my career, all through my life, I was blessed to have at least one body that cared, one body that questioned, sugar, you sure too bad. Think about it. Miss Too Bad, is that worth it? Which made me have to, um, which made me have to take that time and think about what this whole thing is worth. And I did take some risks. And in, um, in, give me a minute, y'all. Sorry about that. Y'all got a, a, a taste of life. There's always something going on in the background <laughs> with sugar. Um, sugar got a full life going on, okay? So that was that. Um, but... Um, like I said, getting back to my point, what I was saying is, you know, you, you have to pray. Whatever you believe in, you have to ask that higher power for discernment when you sign up for this business or when you're a part of this business. Because when you're down and you're all used up, you're kicked to the side. 
and it's on to the next pretty face and it's on to the next tough broad. Yep. Nobody remembers your name anymore. And if you leave this industry and you can't even speak your own name, you lose. You lose because you can't even tell the story. I was speaking with someone the other day who had a great boxing career from what I saw and has a great um, career now, as I see. And this person wanted more glory out of it. And I looked at it to where? <laughs> at least you can speak your own name. At least you can remember who you are. At least you don't need someone to wipe your ass, which is the fate of many fighters who sign up for this game. You just don't see it. And now it's becoming rampant in women's boxing. I made this statement before on another platform. It's a culture now in women's boxing. Find a woman Fly her in, knock her out, and send her back home to pick up the pieces. Not find someone with a fighting chance. Now we're looking for zombies walking dead, right? Because what happens is if you don't die, you are in a perpetual coma now for the rest of your life where someone has to feed you. Someone has to make sure you're cleaned like a baby and you don't have your faculties to live the rest of your life fully. You're dead. Just recently happened in Montreal, Canada. Jeanette Zacharias, dead. They flew her in. Matchmaker, these matchmakers now, they do their job, I guess. Weeks, months, days to pick a contender that'll get knocked out and potentially die? Are you doing your job? Are you finding the best contender out there? Are you giving the best contender a chance? Do you have respect for women's boxing? Do you have respect enough for the game to know that only the best only the best will build and make money. Only the best, right? Only the best matchups, not the best lady. Only the best matchups will bring money and put money in everybody's pocket. 
None of these broads are all that. None of them. Not even Clarissa. They're not all that. Not enough to kill somebody. Not enough for somebody's life. No. Ain't no girl. Ain't no broad. Ain't no crone. All that. And that's what's happening. They're finding people who, yes, in their heart and their soul, they want to fight. But the numbers and the history and the resume says different. And I use this term discernment because it's so important. Discernment. Everyone must use it in this industry. These matchmakers don't respect the fact that women will die. These promoters don't respect the fact that if you are the catalyst for someone's death, the karma from that will follow you. These are people. These are women. They have families. They have friends. They have people who love and care about them. You don't treat people like that. That's the black eye of women's boxing. And it's become a culture. None of these women that are being flown in has a fighting chance. And you don't have a fighting chance anymore either. Unless you've become some kind of name. Otherwise, a commissioner is going to be a part of um, your slaughter. The promoter is going to be a part of your slaughter. And sometimes your own manager is a part of your slaughter. There's not as much protection for women in boxing as there are men in boxing. Because when a woman gets hurt, it can be swept under the rug. The commission, the promoter, the sanctioning body, they can just skip on to the next one, to the next pretty face. And the fans now, you guys, me, and the women's boxing platform, forget the name. Well, whatever happened to her? She got stopped and she's fighting again? No one's saying anything about that. They're just saying, oh, such and such fighting her now. Oh, and she knocked her out. Okay. They're not seeing the continued theme. This one fighter is getting knocked out by all these names. This one fighter is getting beat up by all these names, when there's several other great contenders out there that will gladly put on a fight. No one's saying anything. No one cares to know enough about this industry and what we do to question. I actually questioned um, on, on a very popular women's boxing platform. I questioned the post of 
Alejandra Ayala is doing great now. Good news. I looked up the source that the post was from. And it was basically a post that I could have put together on another platform. And I made the statement, this is an unreliable source, which it is an unreliable source. Until we hear from a fighter's representation, none of the information is reliable or authentic. There are legalities in this now. No one speaks for that fighter. That's why you sign a contract with your manager. You're signing your life to say, if I can't speak for myself, I entrust you to do that. That's what that 33 and a third is about. 33 and a third is what we pay. That's the industry standard on any contractual um, agreement between management and fighter. Now, if you are good at negotiating and you know what you're talking about and you know what you need out of management, you can always negotiate a real number. But that 33 and a third, they lean on that they lean on that shit like it's the gospel. Well, that 33 and a third means that you're going to look out for my best interests. You're going to protect me when I can't even decide for myself. A lot of the time, especially in women's boxing, that is not fulfilled. There's blackmail, there's abuse. Oh, there's a whole bunch of lying and cheating and setting up going on just so the next person can make a buck because they know nobody cares and that's how they feel. Nobody cares about women's boxing enough. But what I've said is the right broad hasn't died yet. When the right broad dies and becomes a martyr, it's gonna, you're right, it's gonna be more than R.I.P. And I'm gonna put her name on my trunks like some lame did. Some lame ass fighter put uh, Jeanette Zacharias picture and name on her trunks just to try to get attention and has not spoke of this fighter's name since has not said anything with regards to oh i support this fallen gladiator gladiator get gladiatress well, put the broad's face, put this fallen glad, put this fallen fighter's name and face on her stuff for attention. This is what happens. This is the black light. This is why nobody will take women's boxing seriously. 
This is the serious shit that happens. I got scolded on this very popular women's boxing platform to say, um, they said, oh, I I'm reporting good news. And you had something to say about it. Yes, I. What's good? What's good about gossip? I still haven't heard from Alejandra's manager about how she's doing. You posted something from a third party without citing exactly where the information comes from and you call it good news? That's good news. Mm -mm. See, because I'm somebody's mama. And I feel it. I, I, I literally feel, I, I feel it when people get hurt. Even when I was a fighter. And I used to knock them out. I'd go over and I'd see... You know, how, how things are going, how they doing. I did whatever I could. I would never speak on behalf of that person. But I did my due diligence in helping that gladiatress get herself back together. So she could put herself back together and try to be okay for her life and her family after that fight. I'm a mom. I would hate for somebody like that to do that to my child. My child's sitting somewhere in a coma and you out here talking about she's okay? You crazy? So, yes, sugar rambles. <laughs> Look at my video. I ramble, but no, I spit that truth. I'm the splash of cold water. Always. Right? I like to cheer for good things. Mm -hmm. But I know how important an objective I is in this industry and I make it a point say this I'm only loyal to the truth I don't need to make no friends I don't need to friend befriend a sanctioning body I don't need to befriend no management no matchmaker not no more I'm out the game when I was in the game I observed. Sugar's record is scanty as a professional because I prided myself on finding the best opposition that I could. My opposition always had a fighting chance. That's my, my record was like that. I could have been Sugar 10 and 0, 12 and 0, how many ever fights that I ended my pro career with? I can't even tell. I fought people with a fighting chance. I extended myself. 
you don't come from amateurs being the best in the world to pros and not make anything or not get anything unless shenanigans. So I fought shenanigans. And those shenanigans, because I stood by my morals, my ethic, my moral fiber, my ethics, who I am, who I've been raised to be, I didn't get none of their bills. I wasn't willing to sell that part of myself. And now I'm blessed to be able to sit on a platform where I can speak my truth, the truth about this industry, women's boxing. It can be really good. When the highs, when you're on the highs, oh, it's beautiful. It's more than beautiful. It's goodness, it's romantic, it's sexy, it's lovely. The lows are so low and dark and scary at times. And if you make it through, you win. It ain't about your record. If you make it through this industry and you are who you are, you win. Ain't nobody got no story on sugar. I win. I'm going to end tonight's ramble, tonight's show. I wish somebody would have chimed on to have uh, a good, a good real chat with me about this black eye, this recent black eye in women's boxing. But there's always a next time. There's always another Wednesday night at 730. And if you want to bring this up, if you want to ask me anything, about what I know, what this thing is, ah, gladly share. There are no secrets with me. If I don't know, I'll certainly find out too. Right? Um, this industry is, you got to wear your big britches, your big boy britches, your big girl panties to get through, to survive. To be who you are. To win. It ain't about selling yourself cheap, short, for a belt, for a buck. Which is what many of them do. But you ultimately see it in the end. Sugar signing off tonight. See you guys next Wednesday. Like. Subscribe share, and uh, let's talk about women's boxing. Let's talk about uh, the good, the bad, the ugly, right? Let's talk about that. I'll see y'all next Wednesday. Sugar out. Bye-bye.